0: Oh.
1: And welcome to The Joust. My name is Nagy. I'm here as always with my good friend Liam McNeil. Liam, how are you tonight? Terrible. I feel like a pair of soiled underwear, Nagy. That a big weekend. Big weekend. Was that at the uh, the Wanderers ball?
0: Twas, twas indeed. I looked wonderful, but uh, by the end of it, it was a it was a debacle <laughs> of epic proportions. Uh,
1: Liam, do you have the sponsors for this week?
0: I do Nagy. I do. I'm glad you asked. Sponsors this week are the Backyard Burger from McDonald's Family Restaurants.
1: You remember the Backyard Burger? Oh yeah, the name your own burger. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, no. Uh, yes. Absolutely. Cheap past night at dirty, Forty years strong. Another great sponsor of the show. And the time that Anthony Hickling was found outside Seven Eleven, passed out. With his pants undone, lying betwixt a pile puddle rather of his own vomit and a puddle of his own wee.
1: Yes, yeah, that night he got refused from the uh, the Crown and Anchor, just adjacent to the Seven Eleven, and he 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 was adamant that he could get in because he knew the DJ on that night. As <laughs> though
0: the DJ. <laughs> Was the one who
1: decides who enters <laughs> yeah, and who doesn't. Well, yeah, apparently the the, the hierarchy <laughs> of it somehow goes D, like manager, DJ, security guard. That's a it. A like, bit muddled up. He yeah? had that a bit mixed up, do you think? He had a lot of things mixed up that night. <laughs> it
0: sounds quite like it, yeah. <laughs> now look, as we do every week, Nagy, yeah, I think we'd all uh, be remiss if we didn't offer up our first sips to uh, the Ross Dog. Fulmine Bianco. <sighs> Mm.
1: Thank you, Rossi. On your
0: Ross Dog. And we'll stick with tradition a bit further. Ladies and gentlemen, I ask you to please be upstanding for the national anthem of Australia.
1: Baby,
0: oh, apologies for the uh the mix-up there, guys. Our producer Elliot. He's uh, in the market for a new car. I think he was doing a bit of research.
1: Cherry Red, I think. Yeah, yeah.
0: Cherry Red, I believe. hope he got rush-proofing. I don't know where he's got that. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know where he's getting Corvette money from. I mean, the
1: joust isn't raising that much yet. God forbid. Now, Liam, the game against the Roosters. Yes. Uh, what, what day was it on? I can't uh, remember. Not Friday. today. No, it was Friday. It was Friday night. It was a six o'clock game. It was. The graveyard, it the, graveyard, the, graveyard, the graveyard game where nothing ever good happens. Well, to be fair, most Newcastle Knights games could be described as a graveyard <laughs> game. <laughs> and uh, we went down I can't even remember the score, 20, I think it was 22-4 No I think it was higher than that 26-4 It was more than 20-4 to four. More than 20 To equaling 4 uh, There were some good <laughs> things Out of the game though I mean Nagy got any hats offs for us? Hats off this week for me uh, Happy Our new recruit Sean Skidmark Steve Kenny Dow uh, Nice And uh, look It was it, it was Pretty A lot of pressure on him For that game He was playing against uh, His old club that he, Of how many years 11
0: 11 or 13 I've seen both the numbers quoted I
1: think he might have been with the club for thirteen, but he's probably
0: playing first grade
1: for eleven of them. It's a like, long time. Yeah, a long time. His whole career there, and like playing against his old home, um, like crowd, home home stadium. I couldn't get that word out. Um, and uh, and like you know, he got a try, the only try for the game. So yeah, he gets my hats off this week, Liam. Your hats off. I'm gonna go with
0: Nathan Ross. I think he's really maturing into a bit of a good fullback there. His positional play was good. He showed a lot of good work to avoid some repeat sets. So I think Rossy's becoming uh, quite the number
1: one. Yeah, look, great footwork. Considering like he's spent most of his career uh, like really trying to cement a wing spot, now he's been given this fullback spot, pr- pretty much as, as a daycare role. Um, daycare, no, uh, caretaker. Yes, caretaker. <laughs> Not a daycare. No. Role. <laughs> He's, he's like, out there finger painting. He's not out there looking after children, or is he? <laughs> uh, but,
0: but, uh, well, yeah. Given the uh, age of the Night Squad, that's exactly yeah, what, what he's he doing. Is. Actually. Yeah, yeah, it's true.
1: But uh, look, it was the first game that uh, that I sort of felt more comfortable with him. He seems like he's proven himself under the high ball, and as you said, positional play. So yeah, I could pay that hats. Uh, we, hats back on. We do, we hey. do, which we got right this week. <laughs> yeah. well, I've got to go with the bunker now.
0: I know it's been repeated ad nauseum. Everyone's going off about the bunker, but. That Latrell Mitchell try was an absolute howler. That well, did was, go,
1: was it was Latrell Mitchell knock-on, I think. Well, yes, yeah, sorry,
0: the Latrell Mitchell knock-on leading to the try by whichever other rooster it was who scored that particular try. <laughs> that was an absolute howler. I'm not sure how they uh, justified that one. Well, it's like They like, only had, had one look at it, too. Yeah. As soon as they saw Latrell Mitchell play the ball down,
1: clear no knock-on, yep, moving on to check the onside. Terrible. You'd think if we're going to go back and, and scrutinise every play as, you know, at that far back before the try... Um you, you, it's not like they missed it they saw it and they just judged it Incorrectly. Like and it was ridiculous. But like that's you know, that's what we can expect.
0: And how about you now? Have you got any hats back uh, on this
1: week? Yeah, my hats back on. Uh second game this week uh for well it's the second game in the row that Mickey Paya. Mickey Paya. Uh yeah. Payeya. It was uh that just gone missing. Basically, two hit ups, no ten tackles, nothing off the bench. He doesn't get a whole lot of time, but that was against one of his old clubs as well. And you think he could have made a bit more of an impact. So yeah, sorry, Mickey, but uh, also looking like he's going to find uh, other pastures um, uh, mm. next year with a, a long line of people, which we'll cover a bit in the pointy end as well.
0: An enormous line of people off contract.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Uh,
0: but what happened in the game? I mean, it was, a, it was a funny one. The Knights just, they were dominant early, you know, first 10 minutes, three repeat sets in a row, I think. At 20 minutes, we were looking at 82% possession. But again, it was just those...
1: 82% after 20 minutes? We really? oh, might left. have been 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't remember.
0: Early in the game, there was some point where it was 82% possession. But we just could not convert into points. We had repeat set after repeat set after repeat set. Mm. And we just could not get that little white steed over, that little white line. It was <laughs> it was frustrating.
1: Yeah, look, um, it, I think we were doing a lot of the hard work. And we are doing a lot of the tough things correctly. Like we, we, I think we matched them in the forwards. Uh, especially early on. I think we were making good moves, bending the line. And then we, we get all the way up there and we just couldn't... You didn't have that crisp play. Like it, was it was not sh- crispy. No, it wasn't crisp no. at all. No, it was more soggy. It had, was very soggy. We had soggy play. Which uh, I like my Wee-Bix soggy. I prefer them soggy. Uh, as long as you're talking about Wee-Bix. You're not about yeah, yeah. What if you're talking about potato chips? Oh, no, got to be crisp. Got to be crisp. Got to be crisp potato chips. It's like when you're when you're sharing a bowl of chips with with another person and you can you know, and you can see there's like a slight move when you know when the bowl's now half empty. Yeah, yeah. And then the, the crispy ones really start to show where they like yeah, and people start just qu- quickening the pace of how quickly. Just to get those last little crisps. All that, the little crispy ones, like and then because like, there's, there's always yeah. That, that's mm. just that's my
0: analogy. We were, we weren't it's a good the, analogy. We weren't the crispy ones. No, we were those big big those two long chips that never get cooked long enough. We no, weren't yeah. the little beautiful crispy bits. Yes, but like you said, there were some very good signs. I mean, I liked what Sione and uh, Mitch Barnett are doing out in the back row there. Take a bit of pressure off the halves. You know, deft little kicks in behind the line. The way Barnett's playing short to his props as well. I really like.
1: Yeah, a couple of times those short passes uh, didn't come off as well as they could have like as well as they did against the Broncos uh, but like I, th- I still think that's that's our game that's oh what absolutely that's what we need to be doing those sort of all or nothing plays and we, we started them we started trying a bit but there was just yeah key errors key errors at, at opportune times but
0: again they, they're
1: errors of a young side
0: yeah errors of a young side as they mature as they grow spend more time in daycare with Rossi you know they'll, <laughs> they'll start catching these balls they'll start breaking the line without a bobble you know, I think they'll they'll really look. They'll mature into this game plan that uh, Brownie's got, and I quite like that about it.
1: There was a, there was a nice run, uh, like a nice short passing game uh, with Peter Matouia sort of floating around the ruck and then giving it off to I think finding anyone. He made a break himself, Peter, and then uh, the only person backing up, which was good that he was backing up and he was there, but he by all right, shouldn't have been there. Was uh, I think it was Luke Yates off the bench? Uh, might have been Josh King. They look very similar. They
0: do, don't they? Like a yeah. Similar
1: build. Just nuggety. nuggety. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, like, it was only Mitchell Pierce sprinting back 40 metres just to stop him to short of the line um, and forcing the knock on. But that those sort of, you know, uh, those kind of plays that, you know, sure enough, we, we get that try, we're in front, and then the whole game's different. But uh, but we were outclassed by, you know, uh, the likes of Tupo, Ferguson, some of these guys. Latrell uh, Mitchell. Latrell Mitchell. He's slippery. a freak. Slippery. I he's think. unbelievable. It's like he was greased out there. Yes.
0: Yeah. Like greased lightning, that famous <laughs> movie.
1: <laughs> Who was in that one?
0: Charlton Burton. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, no, no. I think we. I think there was. Yeah, for for a moment, like it was painful to watch. For it most of was, it, it was. But um, we just couldn't build the pressure.
0: You know, we started with all those repeat sets, but then there was just this series of poor last tackle options, aimless bombs from the middle of the field to no one, no chase. Yeah, the chase is uh. disappointing. What you, a, disappointing what did, chase on disappointing kicks.
1: What did you think about the uh, Blake Ferguson uh, raised arm to knock out Chanel? Oh, look, I think there was no malice in it
0: at all. I think it was just an unhappy accident. It was terrifying to watch. I mean, he, he, he got was, severely KO'd.
1: He was out for a while, oh, too. Oh, God, it was bad.
0: But I, I think, you know, at the end of the day, it was just a, a freak accident. No fault of Ferguson's, I wouldn't think. I didn't see anything malicious in it. Yeah. Um, right. Just one of those things. And a real shame, because the mentality is on that. Left
1: edge, oh, I don't know, they're everywhere, whichever
0: edge they're on, <laughs> where they have the three of them Cioni, Peter, and Pat. Cioni, no, no, no. Uh, Peter, Peter, and Chanel, and Chanel yeah. they're starting to combine really well, Peter, actually. Peter, Paul, and Mary, Peter, <laughs> yes, yes, they're, they're actually starting to combine really well. And that kind of snuffed out what I thought was a very nice budding combination. So hopefully, he won't be out for too long,
1: yeah. Look, he also, like before that, uh, he was, he was making lots of tackle breaks, uh, Chanel, uh, eight tackle breaks from the wing, like mm, he was amazing. seeing a lot of work. I think he, I, I don't know, like for, if you asked me five weeks ago, I would have said Chanel's gone out, you know, he'll be gone with the, with the rest of them and same, but I don't know, he, him and Peter both been stepping up. In, yeah, they've stepped it up a lot. And I think they, you know, they're showing us just enough to put it, faith in them. And God knows we, we could, we could keep them around, like, you know what I mean? Like, it, but it's probably not on the contracts that they're on, but who knows? It's, who knows? Uh, uh, we're not money men. No, we're uh, not. <laughs> <laughs> we're not.
0: Um, as <laughs> our friends would know very well. Yes.
1: Yes. Very, very well indeed. Sons money. We are without
0: it. We're actually recording this using two tin cans and a piece of string between them. Just kinetic energy. Such is our
1: financial situation. Well, I'm on the pedals and Liam's just rubbing his feet on some carpet to generate this whole thing. It's dark. It's really dark in here. (laughs) Um, Yeah, no, look, I think the way
0: the nights were... You just feel like that win's coming.
1: I just think our class. It's coming. They just. They, I know. But there was our class that game. Um, sort of similar to the Broncos, but they just didn't get the points on the board like they did. But I'd put the same team up next week if we could. Oh, absolutely. I mean, holding a. What is it? Bruce is top two now? Yeah, holding
0: we- a top two team to, you know. Barely twenty, 20 points. Yeah, barely twenty <laughs> points. <laughs> no, but like again,
1: drastic improvement for the Knights. It didn't do it justice, I think. Uh, it's, you know, um, I think for a lot of it, it was 12 or twelve four. Twas yeah. So was like, indeed. Yeah. So um, moving on. To next week, what have we got next week, Liam? Um, busy week, actually. I got <laughs> a lot of work on.
0: Oh, football wise, F- Naggy. Football. football oh, games. in terms of the football, that's a great question, Nagy. Could our, one of our readers call <laughs> us in? If you're the sixth person to call in, yeah with uh, Who the Knights are playing next week you will win a wonderful thing <laughs> <laughs> wonderful gift that we have for you oh, we've got, go. we got the dragons look, we've got the dragons and I think this is the, this is a revenge game this is a revenge game after the the way the dragons got out of jail last time we played them and you know scored 26 unanswered points in second half was it yeah something like that something really remarkable uh,
1: 22 points very quickly I think they uh, something like that they the I was really looking forward to the dragons been out of form this, like, in the last mm. five weeks. Pretty much the only decent win they've had was against us. Um, and
0: then yesterday against Manly. Well, that's they the thing. Belted.
1: I was like, on Friday night, I was like, well, we got the Saints. It's a pressure game for them. We're taking them at home. I was like, it's yeah, it's going to be a revenge game. All that that, that big loss was just just going to make it just all more, more sweeter when we take it back off them. But uh, but no, they came out and found form against Manly. And, mm. and uh, 52, the first time. 52-22. 50, that should be something that as a small glimmer of victory that we can take around that the, the, the first side that had 50 points put on them was w- not the Knights. was not the
0: Knights. That's great. Well, and again, to all those people saying that Brownie hasn't made an improvement, that's the stat. That is the stat right there.
1: Look, there's been like... We've 40 a couple of times, but no 50s. No 50s. No uh, 50s. Yeah, keep it's good. Pa- keep the pineapples in your pocket. Uh, yes, no, sir. No 50s with the Knights.
0: Again, like our financial situation. Much, much No, 50s. Very similar. Look, I think, yeah, it's going to be a good game against the Dragons. A couple of things that the boys really need to improve. As I said, the kicking game. Because San George have, I want to say a potent back three. But Dugan
1: will be out. No, so they, well, the new bloke calls time. Matt Dramas Dufty. The, he was a... Duffy. Oh, he was incredible. He He's duffed a him up. talent. Didn't he duft him up? He looks... Duft d- man. He could only be a footballer. Because he just looks like a footballer. He d- yeah. He's built like a footballer. He's just got the head of a... Of a b- football like no you know what I mean? Like you couldn't <laughs> imagine does. him seeing in any other role in the world. No. If he was the bus driver, you'd be like, Oh, he's an odd looking bus driver, but you see him on the football field, you're like, that's where he belongs. He
0: should be there, he is there, the world makes sense to me. Yes. <laughs> that's Matt
1: Dufty to you in a
0: nutshell. Everything's just We're in right. a football shell. Yeah, in yeah. a in a leathered
1: shell with, leathered a, shell. with an inner bladder. Well, a no, synthetic now. Synthetic. Oh of course, the cows. Mm. Save the cows. Save the cows. But also with a rubber bladder inflated with air. Po- what more could you want? Possibly at a service station. Produced we- by the Steed and Company. All the good things in life. That's <laughs> or- Matt Dufty.
0: Why didn't we sign him?
1: I don't know. Where did he come from? He don't, he, he had a oh, treme- he's don't been in the Saints junior system for a bit, I think. He had a tremendous game. Ridiculous tremendous. game on paper. It was like two tries, assists, two tries. Yes. Uh, 197 running metres. Something crazy. Very promising.
0: New South Wales, eligible too, so that's good. Thank God for that. Connor Watson, as well, speaking of young guns who played well, he showed a lot of promise. Well, also, Gets he. the
1: nights, good signing. There was a moment in the game where he beat five people, or at least four tackles, and over the fifth one, planted the ball down short of the Mere line. Mere millimetres short. That and, was, and I was like, he's going to fit right in. And oh, <laughs> isn't <laughs> it? All the hard work, and then you just, oh, well, I'm not there. What line fever. But he made up for it uh, against his future club. Um, we seem to be
0: doing a lot of that recently. Signed Moga, he comes out and kills it for Brisbane. Signed Watson, he comes out and kills it for the Roosters. They're excited. Let's just hope that we don't sign any Dragons players before next week. <laughs> that would be a damn shame. <laughs> for example, if we come out and say we sign Matt Dufty, he'll win the
1: Daliam based on <laughs> his game against us. That it, just seems to be what's happening. It's um, it's the Knights' good luck wink charm. Uh, they're just excited about all the money they're about to spend next year. Yes. They're opening up, like, but I think, yeah, Connor Watson, which we've we've now announced this week that we've signed him. Yes, just this very day, it was this officially very, announced. Officially announced. Uh, so it was good that we that you know he had a good game and, and whatnot, and it's exciting. He's an exciting prospect to come to the club. But it, what's something that should be mentioned um, was that reportedly he's accepted a five hundred thousand dollar a year deal. Now that's a lot of money. Wow. Yeah. That's. But the Tigers were offering him more. Yeah, but. No, no, but they're but even no. worse off than us Yeah, but that bull, objectively yes <laughs> um, with the amount of players leaving their club but like he's taken less money uh, to go to a club that's struggling you know and outside of Sydney as well so he's moving outside and and uh, like moving away from from I'm assuming where he lives now uh, and to, to, to travel further well footage has surfaced today actually I a did very say this. very
0: yeah. interesting interview uh, that Mario Finck. Conducted with Connor Watson, also can, a oh, mere seven-year-old Connor Watson. And, yeah, you know, grilled him. Said, "What team do you want to play for in the NRL? Newcastle Knights." Newcastle didn't Knights. even have to think about it.
1: On the Footy Show, it was great. Love it. Also, can we go back to a time uh, in television where you have uh, the Maltese character out of a caravan? A caravan selling pies. That's. Awful! How did they get away with that? That,
0: that, that was the golden years of the footy show. They too. were well. They uh, had the electric door, and if they wanted to shut him up, they just shut the door down. Yeah, and it was a bad time. It was hilarious. Like I it,
1: loved was, it. it was great, but it was like this wasn't like a, a sitcom in the '60s where it's like you know, like right in the kisser, like you know, threatening to, to like. Yeah, well, now violence. Nagy,
0: I think what you're failing to see is, for those of us who grew up in uh, in the country, <laughs> the uh, the footy caravan was an absolute staple of every footy club. Every footy club had a bar built into a caravan. Yeah. They'd tow it onto the uh visitor's side of the hill, sell cans out of it, usually pies and chips and such. So the uh yeah, the the caravan canteen yeah. was an absolutely integral part of every bush footy club. I know at Sawtell, we had a yellow Schweppes one. And uh so you'd have <laughs> one at one end selling candy and uh chips and such for the children. and at the that other that? end you'd have the beer beer van.
1: What about the remember the uh just like how every like, canteen at every, like, junior footy game would sell pretty much the same lollies. Oh, it was amazing. Yeah, it was always, must cl- be the same suppliers. It was the only place you could get those clouds from. Like, oh, yeah. The clouds, yeah, the pink clouds. And what were they made out of? Clouds. <laughs> 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 just <laughs>
0: Actual, you know, condensed water vapor. Condensed water vapor. They were, yeah. they're, they're, they're like, chewy. Maybe that's what the Knights need at halftime. Because, again, come out after halftime, not, not great. great. Not great. They need some of those chewy clouds. Maybe a couple of redskins. And some of those dollar... Um, Dollar bubble gums with the tattoos in them, disposable tattoos. What are they called?
1: Kapows or something? Something like that. Yeah, I saw yeah. them in uh, Coles the other day, Mayfield, I believe. They took a while to get going in your mouth. I seem to remember, mm. like they were hard. They were always like a bullet. Yeah, <laughs> and you got to really work them. Yeah. Probably why I have so many fillings these days. Oh, it, you know, it
0: caused a, a dental scourge of this country.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I've got That's a my... mouth like Swiss cheese. <laughs> Probably from all the Swiss cheese you eat. Probably all the Swiss. Yeah, uh, yeah, bastards. Uh, But we've got a lot to cover in the pointy end as well A lot Uh, to cover in the pointy end And uh, also Liam's male sack We might uh, take a break there We'll we'll jump straight back into the second half (laughs) Welcome back to the second half of the Joust uh, Now Liam Uh, Big, big uh, second half Uh, We'll jump straight into the pointy end Uh, We've already covered the the signing of Connor Watson Excellent signing for the Knights Uh, Very, very good uh, but uh, also there was a uh, huge news with the Knights agreeing to terms with the West Group. Yes, something that we've gone on at uh, you know a fair length about, but uh, finally today's been announced. It's official. But we called it. We called we it. Called we called it. We called it very early, as we do most things. Yes, we had our we had our thumb on the pulse. No, you can't use your thumb for pulse. No, because you you, you feel
0: your pulse in the thumb.
1: In the thumb. Well, so
0: that's, that's <laughs> the first thing you're taught. Never put your thumb on the pulse.
1: I think quite often we do keep our pulse with their thumb and we, we we probably hear other things that don't actually exist but um is everything all right you just leave a text message
0: oh no it's quite all right it's actually one of my staff members avid listener of the show just tell me you got a job interview and uh good on him nick i'll uh, i'll be giving him a very good reference <laughs> i can assure you of that Excellent. but look the pointy end now yep. first thing we need to discuss i think i see a soliola's tackle on william slater
1: Oh yeah, of course. Uh, through of the weekend, um, it was uh, slightly outside of the Knights' game, but it was very—it's it's the talking point of the NRL a at the moment. Huge talking point uh, of uh, the the Canberra Storm game. Now CSL Elliott came in through with a swinging arm uh, on Billy Slater, and it was late, and it was high, and it was just all the bad things. And it took it took
0: Billy out of the game, uh, which so usually would be a plus, but when it's done in a manner such as it was. Definitely not a plus.
1: No, no, no. Like, like, what do you think? Was that a send-off?
0: Oh, absolutely. I think that's a send-off every day of the week. And when you see players getting put in the bin, I think Adam Blair got thrown 10 minutes for uh, tossing the ball away. But C.S. Oliol is, you know, basically committed an assault and he's uh, still on the field. And, you know, Melbourne gained no benefit from that while uh, suffering severely with the loss of one of the game's great players. I think you really got to re-look at it. You got to say, look, this needs to be fixed. There's a problem.
1: How do you fix it? How do you
0: fix it? Look, the way you fix it, the referees too much at this point are focusing on managing the game. So they're letting the smaller calls go, giving teams a bit more leeway so that the game can be a bit free-flowing. But then the teams use this leeway to slow the game down, such as it is. I think you need to get the referees back to refereeing, not game managing.
1: What's the thing? And I think it's got to be, Stop not being a retrospective, because I think, oh, this was apparently uh, news that I got, uh, was that it was a... That the on-field referee wanted to send him off, but he was overruled by our good friends, good friends in the bunker,
0: dear friends at the bunker.
1: Now, how many more mistakes in the bunker make? Like I know, like apparently as many as they want. And like we (laughs) always refer to the bunker, right? As the bunker is like this, this sort of soul body. But the bunker is pretty much the video referee. You know who
0: else was in a bunker? Adolf Hitler. (laughs) Boy, then didn't that well? Actually, that did end well because it signaled the end of World War Two. But still, yes, no, but my point remains.
1: But it's like we we keep putting this thing because they apparently spent all this money on the bunker but then the bunker is pretty much just still the video referee but with more sw- more say apparently. and less of a commute yeah yeah. because is it in one fixed position it actually? is in
0: one fixed position they modelled it on the NHL who had the a Newcastle uh, Hockey League yes our very own <laughs> no the National Hockey League of Canada and America where they had you know one centralised video reviewing bunker and uh, I think a million bucks they paid for it I think it was two million. I think oh two million. Oh
1: god, waste of time.
0: Yeah, I thought a million was bad.
1: So Ricky Stewart's come out and said, like you know, he's, he, even though he, he had a lot of problems, despite him being the one of the players that sorry, coaching the team that of the player that should have been sent off, uh, but he was also saying that there's just no accountability. No mm. accountability for the bunker. The bunker <laughs> doesn't have to to uh, to answer for anything, and but everyone else in the in the game does.
0: I know, isn't it strange? There's been no real, from what we can tell, reviews of the of the process. No reviews of the bunker. There hasn't been you know a bit of a trial period to start where they say all right let's reassess now um i think they're just content to blindly go on with it and say no nope, it's working great why fix what ain't broken but it's very broken isn't it's
1: it <laughs> <laughs> yes but it's yeah no i, I think there's i think what would bring the game much more control back in the referee is uh the 5 minutes uh, i think oh absolutely i think if it if they were a tackle if it seemed reckless and high uh, give him five. If you're not sure, if you think it's gonna go on report and you think that guy's gonna get some weeks, give him five minutes.
0: Let him have a sit down. Yeah, cool his head off.
1: Because then even or her
0: head off, you know, it could be introduced into the women's game as well. <laughs> you know, give let let the player take five, think about what they've done, a naughty corner, if you will.
1: And also this, re- when you're saying that they're slowing down the game, uh, against the rules and it's playing into their favor, like some of the times you see with them, uh, sort of you know they're told when they when they make a try save to really lay on the tackle and push push their free to give them ten. But I say, just like if they see any sort of thing like that, slowing down the ruck, even like in the last two or three minutes, you know, I'm sick of teams playing for 77 minutes, mm. you know, and then just going, look, I'd be c- happy if the Knights played for 77 minutes. <laughs> and I'm sick of the Knights <laughs> playing for 37 minutes. <laughs> but if, if there was like, you see the, the players start to look up and they, you know, they stand up, they have a look at the clock, and they think, oh, look, this is probably going to be our last set. And then they start really slowing down and then they, they push the marker and they like, yeah, told us to play, give them five. Just so uh, go for five. It doesn't matter. Because it's,
0: it's cynical, naggy. It's cynicism. But like, creeping into the game.
1: If you start doing that early, I think, because I don't see whether they got rid of the five. I know, like, I remember Wally, Wally Lewis got five he in did, Origin. yeah. That was a long time ago. Um, <laughs> but, like, you give them, start giving time off the field and start playing with 12, 11 men. Uh, at any given time. And that's going to start, like, you know, shape, sharpening up. And also, it'll give the referees authority. Because at the moment, they, they're obviously too scared to send anyone off. Uh, the 10 minutes gets used very sporadically. And every time they do, it gets reviews. But if you start throwing the five, that's just my that's There's a man who didn't really look like a footballer Wally Lewis. No, no, he looked more like a bank manager. Yeah, he kind of had <laughs>
0: <laughs> toes would poke outwards and he had bowed knees and. Balding head, and yet he's one of the greatest we've ever seen. Yeah, and he had the Moe, mo, didn't he? He did have the Moe. I was just pondering on that yesterday. He doesn't look like a professional footballer. No. But was one of the best of that uh, particular job. Yes. It's quite something. Now, Nagy, you saw something interesting on one of the Knights fans' Facebook pages. Now, yes. The concept is, yeah, and I mean, we're going to address it, now, uh, if it, the fans wouldn't mind, tell <laughs> us about the concept.
1: It was from our friends over at Nothing But Knights uh, on Facebook. Very good page. Yes. Uh, and they've just started a bit of a public sort of... Uh, uh, sort of a kangaroo court, if you will. Uh, I'm not sure if I've used that term correctly. Neither uh, am I. But I'm going to go with it. A kangaroo court of. Uh, I believe it involves lots of drinking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, retain or let go.
0: Now we've got a few names here. Now, i would love to throw some names out. You hear what you think? Keep me. Jack Stockwell.
1: Now I've haven't like I've just been very vocal throughout the season about how I think Jack Stockwell has just been a passenger uh, on somewhere in the realms of $350,000 a year. Uh, a lot of money a lot of money for, uh, for a player that's just not very good oh, he, ha- he has to be the first to go surely when they're looking to clean shop and they're thinking all right players that we got to, like, got to be part of this this new team moving forward the the rebuild that we keep hearing about he has to like i don't care you you wouldn't even re-sign him for 150k he's just not consistent enough and like he's got all the all the parts and none of the heart um, and <laughs> this is scathing I love this this is brilliant oh. it just, it look for someone that played like Australian schoolboys and under 20s uh, or, uh, origin yeah he was under 20s in South Wales and he looked like this sort of rep player of the future uh, uh, St. George re-signed him for four years you know the year into that we got him off St. George uh, for, for three years on this massive contract so God knows what we ended up paying we would have had to pay probably, probably even more than you know his contract pay out his existing contracts to get him and then he's done nothing for us and at the start of this year, he's got a couple of tries early on. He thought maybe he's going to work his way back in the side. But no, nah, he, he's got to go.
0: Agreed. Summed up beautifully. Next one. Peter Matautia. Now,
1: nah, now, nah. like, he, again, he asked me about six weeks ago, I would have said, let him go. He, like, he hasn't... We, we got him at the halfway through second... Sorry, second half of last year. Um, and, you know, we, at the time, we needed some outside backs. Look, with gags going, you you, you want to keep that sort of... N- Newcastle... N- yeah, n- <laughs> Newcastle Nucleus. Nucleus. Uh, the Nucleus Castle. And look, obviously the Mateotiers, uh have been sort of... Uh, look, I won't say great servants. But great servants is probably stretching it. They've been uh, part of that side for a long time. Also, uh, as
0: NRL players, they're hardly servants. They're paid quite handsomely.
1: Yes, yes. They're more like partners in it. No, associates.
0: Associates of the company. Look, I think if you want to talk about playing for contracts... Pima Tauti is one of the great examples. If he gets re-signed, it'll be because he has been playing quite well. He's been improving every week, building up a great combination. I I say retain,
1: retain. Yeah, I say retain. Yeah, look, we're going look like, with Gags going. Um, I say retain. If Gags were staying with Moga coming in the side, I'd say let him go, but I say retain. Uh, Good call. Mm. Good call. Agreed. Now Luke Yates. Uh, he's got to be one of these players that you know has shown he's shown a lot of ticker. Uh, look and for a guy that his size, I know he's been he's been training a little bit of hooker because uh, he he just sort of fits that build of a hooker. But he's been playing more of a, a bench of anything front rower that he's been coming coming off. Uh, he's been, but I think he's been showing. If anything, he's got a lot more heart than he than he does ability. Mate, he's he's got,
0: got more ticker than a Cassio factory.
1: He's one of these players that sort of reminds me of around that two thousand five time of the Knights. So it was just sort of like oh, um, the tickier than a Casio factory
0: Casio is a prominent brand of watches, watches. for those that don't know mostly oh. do digital now so that I joke th- kind of falls flat
1: and also I thought it was just because they did calculators
0: also mostly actually they're more well sorry <laughs> more t- uh, who's a famous uh, watchmaker Seeker I'm I looking th- at the, watch- the clock behind you there oh yeah It's quartz <laughs> movement He's got more ticker than the people who make that particular model. Of yes,
1: <laughs> I think like uh, for for me, it's 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 a retain for Luke Yates yeah, on, on the promise that he'll he'll get better. But like he does remind me of uh side of that 2005 side when we were sort of filled with players that were trying really really hard but weren't winning us games. So yeah, look, it's retained for me uh, to to hopefully complement uh, a better side next year. I agree. I, I
0: I say retain him. I think he's a good project player. Yeah, a bit more experience, a bit more work under his belt. I think he'll be a good. Good retain. I'm going to throw one at you, mm. Josh Starling. No, get rid of him. <laughs> <laughs> Look, well, he he came to kind of shore up the forward ranks, be that good, hardworking, yardage meter eating prop, and he's just failed to deliver. Um, he was meant to add a lot of experience again, although he's only 26, I believe.
1: Yeah, it looks not, you know, not came an old from, guy.
0: No, no old guy. Came from Manly with uh, a lot of raps on him. I think he's really very much failed to live up to the hype. The safety boys. You know, I've really put him in a shadow, in yeah. their shadow. It's a large shadows. Yeah. And I think, yeah, look, Starling, he hasn't played well enough to justify a new contract, I don't think, personally.
1: Look, we had him on one year, and that was anything like, look, you have a year, prove yourself and get re-signed, because we're going to have a lot of more money next year. And despite us, we've got Herman Sasa on their way, um... But you know we will need props. We got the Cafetty boys. Got everyone to SA, needs props. But because you will go through props. Like that's you're going to have injuries. That's the thing. Like in the end, each NRL team is going to use somewhere between twenty five and thirty players. So we can we can always think about our dream seventeen. But the story of like uh, Roy Cross Jason, um, you know, never never put the put the jersey on. Um, you know, clean boots. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's very... <laughs> um, but, like, those things happen in an ORL side. It's just that the nature of the game.
0: It's just a shame the Rory Cost Jason situation, I think. You know, he, he came with a lot of promise and, uh, uh, you know, inopportune injury and all of a sudden he's got to retire young. He's uh,
1: You know, it's a real shame, I think. Now I'm going to throw on a Lamb Ooh, off, yes. A bit of, bit of off-kilter. Um, Is that an expression? Yes. <laughs> yes. We know. need to write down... Meanings of expressions before we use them.
0: Yeah, we needed like a run sheet with (laughs) expressions that we can use.
1: That have been like properly researched. That have been vetted by (laughs) our producer
0: Elliot because between Nagy and I it won't work. Barely literate between (laughs) the
1: two of us. Um, But uh, Matt Gidley, the CEO. Look, I think
0: (laughs) it's safe to say that Matt Gidley um, as a CEO is in over his head. It seems like he was brought into the CEO role as a bit of a, you know, welcome back to the boys. He was part of Newcastle's heyday. Wouldn't it be great if we had someone like that on board? Absolutely, yes. However, as CEO of a football club, which at the end of the day is a business, I feel like that was maybe too hasty a decision that was rushed into and maybe not given the uh, amount of thought that it needs. Now, I think, Matt Gidley, you keep on in some capacity. Absolutely. I think there's talk of maybe a sort of old boy's Cabal well, that's if what the, you will well, that's what being apparent,
1: kept around the club. Apparently they they're trying to bring back this obviously Newcastle. Um I don't want to use the word culture it gets thrown around so often. Doesn't it? But um they want to bring some of the old boys back into into more prominent positions in the uh, in the club and I believe Paul Harrigan, McGidley, uh Kirkley, I think as well. Um sorry, not Kirkley's there. Danny Badiris Paul Harrigan, Matt Johns, not Matt Gidley, um, those uh, those three were mentioned as a sort of a figurehead of the club, sort of a board, if you will, uh, but not in charge of the money. <laughs> Which I think is a great decision. Yeah. Because, uh,
0: you know, in charge of the money for a big... You know, I want to say multi-million dollar enterprise, but I don't think the nights are really worth that right now. Tens of dollars, but yeah, for for a company worth tens of dollars, you really need someone financially minded to deal with it. So I think it's great having the uh, the idea that you know has been mentioned of having like a figurehead board or a board that deals with the footballing side of things. Keep Matt Gidley on in that capacity, but I think as a CEO, it really needs to be uh, readdressed and the position given to someone with an experience. Of leading a business,
1: yeah, yeah. Look, I think uh, when the West Group come in, uh, I, from what I hear, Mac Ely is going to stay because they don't want to do a big clean out and they don't want to like sort of you know start again. So that, that that's going to be the compromise. He's going to have a footballing sort of uh, think tank, perhaps. Think, yeah, like a footballing think tank. Um, oh, that'll be good to to really be responsible for the club and sort of the performance of the club. Uh, and I imagine they do uh, things as far as, you know, like the appointment of the coach, um, you know, and someone to fall on the sword, if you will. Um, Which I think would be good because
0: often as well, you see coaches who are put in by a board when the board doesn't really have an understanding of how the coach interacts with players, how the coach, you know, formulates plans. If you have decisions like that being made by players with experience, people with experience dealing with coaches, seeing how coaches operate, they should be making the choices on the footballing side and as it, opposed to the businessman who will be making choices based on, oh, this particular coach has certain KPIs that he's hit, yeah. whatever, he's hit these numbers. Those numbers in the context of the club that is Newcastle may not mean a thing. Yeah. And yet to the business bods, if you will.
1: Yeah. the still peni- look like a... The pencil pushers. The pushes
0: of the pencils, which I never got because pencils are really easy to push. So. Yeah. Yes. And you don't push them. I mean, it's you don't sit there all day just kind of altering the position of pencils on your desk. You actually do work with them. And also, and no one uses pencils anymore. It's all pen. It's mostly biros. Mostly biros, if not biros, felt tips. It's all digital. Well, that's probably they've more. They've got iPads, iPads. They've got computers. The pencil pusher is dead.
1: How useless is an iPad, though? Like you know I
0: thought that when they first came out I actually quite liked them. You like them now? Yeah, I've warmed to them. As
1: you said like you go if a parent loves anything more than their child it's their iPad. Because yes. <laughs> because <laughs> cuz god forbid they can't use phones. Like any <laughs> any parent over the age of 40 does not know how to use a a, a smartphone. But mum and dad they love their, iPads. love their iPads. They use them for everything. And like and you see them taking photos at events mm-hmm. when they're <laughs> just like holding like blocking out all three people sitting behind them because use with g- their
0: finger over the
1: Lens <laughs> as well. Because that's how you have to hold it, because it's that
0: big. It's big and useless. There's no handle. No, There's no handle. No. But yes, no. The Gidley. Yes, keep him, but in an altered role. Okay. In a role suited more to his area of expertise, which, as we know, is wonderful, beautiful football.
1: Yeah, uh, uh, we can also kiss uh, goodbye the Disney villain, Brian McGuigan. Oh, uh, God, yeah. He'll he's, be the first to go. He's already come out and said, like, how he, he liked the, uh, the three years that they had the club. Uh, you know, we've made some... He sort of talks a bit like the emperor. <laughs> he does too, the drunk emperor. The, yeah, yeah. Uh, and it, it was, uh, uh, he was—he just says like, uh, yeah, he's really happy with it, the way the club's gone and what they've done for really? him. Really, that's stuff. funny. Uh, like, not the club. Uh, he, he, I think he's, he's trying to take credit for the financial like stability of the club now. Yes, um, which uh,
0: is definitely in contrast to what he's been saying for months now.
1: Oh yeah, let's get rid of him. Uh, let's run him back up on the scrap heap. Hopefully, he never resurfaced. So, nice fans,
0: we'd love to hear what you think about Brian McGuigan. <laughs> and how quickly we should get rid of it. <laughs> Quick touch on the sack. Yeah. Now, obviously, we've uh, we've gone into the joust early, so you might not have had time to get your sack questions Would in. Apologies say, for that.
1: It was a bit of a premature sack.
0: It was a premature <laughs> sacking. Uh, yes, let's say that.
1: Absolutely.
0: But we do still have a few questions now. The first question is from Dylan Rowney. Yes. One of the faster men in the world, actually. It's, uh, you've never seen anyone run quite like Dylan. Dylan asks, "Should SKD be the new captain of the Knights?" Yeah.
1: Well, as far as experience goes, he's at leaps and bounds more experienced than any other player on the team. Absolutely. Like, for a while there, like there was always like, well, oh, we've always got Danny, or we've always got Z, uh, or we've always got uh, Mallow, Mallow, or we've always got Idley. But we don't have any anyone of that. We don't have one single player that we sort of hang on to. So really, like as far as big game experience and and success as a career as a career player or anything like that, he he takes it. But no. God no, we should not. So have yes, any- but
0: no. Yes, but mostly
1: no. Yeah, yes, but definitely no. Timmy ridge Turner follows
0: up this question with a further question of his own, as Timmy likes to do. Mm. I love it; it adds depth to the conversation. Timmy, keep doing what you're doing. Or he asks, should they just give it to Mogan now? Can he captain from a different side?
1: Well, look, it'd be something. It'd definitely uh, be a new move. Uh, <laughs> maybe a very, a very now move of the uh, progression of, of of certain clubs thinking about already. Uh, about the following year
0: well revolutionary captaincy options are nothing new to knight's players we all remember of course kurt gidley captaining new south wales from the bench yes uh you know ground broken first by knight's player, although not in knight's colors uh i want to say failed miserably <laughs> i thought you got to break up um, a the song then you
1: sort of had like a really oh no
0: i remember that series there was no songs sung in <laughs> new south wales um yeah no, no. timmy well i think your idea is great in practice I think when you try to execute it, it's going to be tough. I mean, how's he going to call the toss when he's at a Brisbane game, you know, many, many thousands of miles away? Timmy, it's not practical.
1: Skype, maybe? You could use Skype. I didn't think about Skype. <laughs>
0: With his iPad, he'll have to get his dad to bring his <laughs> iPad down.
1: Anyway, Mr. next Buck.
0: question. Marcus yeah. Christensen, Big Bad MC. Marcus asks Was it just coincidental that the night's run of success began to deteriorate at the same time Super Hubert was edged out of the game day setup?
1: Yeah, well, well, like also oh, Marcus Christensen. It was this correct that he never washes his shorts through a season of uh, was it, is Not as long as I've known him, he, he and like, I've known
0: him for many years. I believe it's one of Marcus's good luck charms is to uh never is, wash his shorts
1: <laughs> through the whole season. Just keep the whole
0: season. Yeah, I, I'll never forget one particular game. I was in first grade, so wasn't there wasn't too many of them to choose from. so this it was one of about three games. Marcus
1: Christensen playing uh for for the, Wanderers, yep. for Wanderers uh, and, uh, and uh, yeah, Wanderers,
0: and he opened his bag and. Pulled the shorts out and they were filthy. And I said, mate, did you forget to wash your shorts last week? And he just looked at me and no, I don't wash them. <laughs> and uh, I kind of moved a bit further
1: down the bench from him. Are you sure it wasn't this, he just, he doesn't not wash them as a as like a good luck charm? Maybe he just doesn't wash them. Doesn't believe in it. Well, look, it could be either. I'm
0: uh, going to go with the the <laughs> former. He It's a good luck thing. Because um, they really smell. But now... Back to Marcus's question. I've forgotten it. I'm already thinking about ah, it shorts. was it just coincidental that the Knights' run of success began to deteriorate at the same time Super Hubert was edged out of the game day setup?
1: Yeah, probably that. Uh, the All the players that were talented that left the club, uh, as well as all the money that we owed... Um, all of
0: which were also, yeah, edged <laughs> out of the uh, game day setup.
1: <laughs> you raise a good point. Now, I went to a Swans game, right, uh, <laughs> like on the weekend, and uh, forgive me... They haven't but, signed
0: Super Hubert, have they?
1: But my God, that's a spectacle of a game to go to. Like, it's a, some... Like, do you know, at, at quarter time... Of every Swans game, they play Sweet Caroline coming back on to, huh. for the second quarter, I and didn't y- know you'll that. get like half the crowd standing up and dancing. And yeah, Sweet Caroline. Ba, 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 ba. What do you reckon a song could be for the Knights if we had one?
0: Oh, that's a good question. Um, what would the Knights' song be?
1: Maybe the, uh, the something about the Screaming Jets. Maybe yeah, something better. Maybe, like, if we could just, what, better? Better. You know
0: that I know
1: better. What was that? that oh, it's they don't care around. around. They don't care. It's just
0: not. Yeah, better. That's a great one.
1: Maybe we could just, like, everyone could just sing up and just be like, bam, damp bam. Like, you know, like.
0: Cause That's <laughs> it. We can all just mouth the guitar and bam, 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 That could be a. Uh, oh, Love it! When I'll be. Uh, I'll. I'll send that to McGuigan tonight. Actually, <laughs> yeah, <Grigan>. in my <laughs> nightly email to Brian,
1: <laughs> amongst all the amongst all the abuse.
0: Is oh yeah, it, it, it never gets through his uh, <laughs> assistant. <laughs> no, that's a good one though. Yeah, better by the Screaming Jets, perhaps.
1: Oh, I just be nice to have something that was just like a bit of something a... something we can call our own. Yeah, yeah, just something because God knows we don't have much. It's
0: what something. about um, Anthem for the Year Two Thousand by Silverchair? But get Anthem for the Year Two Thousand by Silverchair. But get Daniel Johns to re-record it as Anthem for the Year 2001.
1: What's Anthem for the Year? I don't know. Yeah, song. Anthem
0: for the Year 2000 by Silverchair. We'll make it up to you in no. the year 2000. And then 2001, oh, yeah. we won the premiership. So you could rewrite the song to be uh, Make it the year 2001. Year 2001. Two and one. and one. And one. be easy. Yeah, just a quick... Just adding an extra syllable or two. Yeah, I'm sure that won't work. I don't work. know much about songwriting, <laughs> but it can't be that hard. <laughs> Daniel, get back to us, mate. If you uh if you're interested, we'd love to collab. Yeah. We'll <laughs> love to collab.
1: We'll get you on. Now Liam, uh <laughs> Yes Nagy. <laughs> You've been doing a bit of digging around. Lately, oh, I have. As you like to do. I do. Have we jumped the gun here? What are we doing for time? No, oh, no, we're good. We're oh. good. <laughs> <laughs> That's how seamless it is. See, we don't even have to look <laughs> at the time to know when it's time from a blast. I said from a blast, <laughs> damn it. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'll
0: okay. tell you what, we went longer this week before going uh, off the rails. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I no, think we've
1: done pretty well. It's getting shorter each week. Now, Liam, <laughs> just do the blast from the past. You I have got the blast from the past.
0: <laughs> Look, now, this one's a very interesting one. We've decided, you know, we love the Knights, we talk about the Knights, but we're really neglecting a great piece of the Hunter's heritage Yeah. and what we've neglected, and we're going to aim to make that up. This week, maybe next week, I don't know. We've run out of ideas, so <laughs> we'll probably do something else. But this week, am my blast from the past is a former Hunter Mariners player.
1: Did you ever go to a Mariners game?
0: No, I no. was
1: eight years old and living in Sawtell. What I didn't realize about the Mariners, a few things, a few like three facts for the Mariners, just for all like there's a few three tippets. The, the, the Mariners Stadium is now the, the Garden's Greyhound. It is, yeah. It was so called Topper Stadium at the time. Topper Stadium. Topper Stadium. It was like a 5,000-seat stadium or something. 11,000, actually. 11,000-seat 11, 11, stadium. Um, And that, that little tip, Graham Murray was the first coach. He's no longer with us, but uh, he also came back to the Knights as director of football in around 2010, 11, I think. 11, 12. Did he? Yeah, he Oh, did. cool. Yeah, so uh, so that was... Yeah, and then also, um, that the West Leagues Club, which now own the Knights... Had the rights to own... Originally had the
0: license. They had the license originally, but when uh, Wes' members, 5,000 of them circulated a petition saying, no, we're Knights fans, we don't want Wes owning the Hunter Mariners, uh, yeah, West pulled out. That was before the aborted 1996 Super League season. So they had an extra year and then, yeah, w- went on to be owned by the Murdoch media. So that's an interesting, good tidbit snag. Very tidbits. good tidbits. But, blast from the past yes. from the Hunter Mariners. Now, blast from the past this week... Willie Poaching. Really? Now, Willie Poaching played in the uh, Mariners' first and only season, 1997. Played 13 games, uh, three tries, kicked one goal, uh, funnily enough, which you know is not a stat many people have, a number of tries and one goal, especially for a second rower. Yeah. But it was off the field where Willie uh, kind of...
1: Really had his passion. Under, he had his
0: passion, came under a bit of scrutiny, did uh, Willie Poaching. I mean, there was uh, some said that he would be spotted on the weekend in Blackbutt, you know, camouflage... Just R- kind of rifle, slung rifle over his over shoulder, his shoulder yeah. hunting the uh, more endangered animals. I mean, binoculars. Yeah, no, look, he was, uh, and at one point held in custody for uh, something he did to a white African rhino. In, uh,
1: so he was out there illegally, would you say? Illegally, illegally hunting? He was not
0: hunting legally. No. And usually for endangered <laughs> animals was Willie Poaching. <laughs> Which, you know, as an NRL player, high profile, you just can't be doing that. No, you can't be seeing it. Look, Absolutely. They're, they're
1: held in higher regard. They are. <laughs> and look, we're,
0: we're here at the Joust. We, uh, you know, we really don't back illegal uh, hunting.
1: Especially of like, I, I, and I'll tell you what, I've been to Black Belt several times. I haven't seen any more white African rhinos there.
0: No. And funnily enough... Haven't been spotted there since
1: 1997. Look, look, I don't know. Look, he definitely probably did some great things for the Mariners, but did he really... Did some terrible things (laughs) to our uh, native
0: flora and fauna. (laughs) Willie poaching.
1: Very sad moment for uh, the, the Rhinos. Very happy moment for a blast of the past. Thank you very much, Slam, for uh, digging out that on Willie. Um, I'm sure he's out there somewhere still. Not Definitely not playing football uh, professionally anymore. He might be in prison. Uh, <laughs> thank you very much, Jousters, for tuning in He's again. got a lot of ivory furniture. <laughs> Just an ivory car. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you very much, Jesses, for listening this week. Uh, we'll be back next week. Keep an eye on us from all the social pipes as well as that Twitter handle which we've done nothing. Which with we're work- working on. Which we're working on. But uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, thanks for joining us this week, and we'll see you again next week.